Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello NRL fans and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host Matt Namofsky and welcome to a little bonus round 13 Supercoach pod. This is obviously one of the huge rounds in the Supercoach season and just kind of wanted to come in just with a little bit of a, you know, a bit of a talk to kind of go through some of the thoughts I've got, you know, might be some of the ones you guys got, just to give a bit of a, an idea of what some people are thinking, some of the things to think of in this round, because obviously, whether you're head-to-head, whether you're draft, whether you're overall, there's a lot of things going on, you know, how many do you have on the park, is it worth punting the round, waivers, sneaky waivers to pick up, so I just wanted to kind of hit a couple of touch points here, get it out uh, nice and early, so everyone can kind of have, have a listen, you know, it may not be for you, but at least it's a, it's a thing to bounce off and you can kind of have a think there. So let's start off in the world of just straight up classic overall super coach, you know, had a couple of the mates ask, how many are you running this week? Look, I've got 14 this week. So quickly going through, we've got Braley and Little up front in the hookers. I've got four props. I've got Pabaliti and Fisher Harris on the bench, Oitikamanu and Lanu in the back row. I've got Barnett and Kikau. In the halves, I've got Jerome Hughes and Dylan Brown. In the centres, Remus Smith, Dane Laurie, uh, Charlie Staines. And I've got uh, Nico Hines at fullback, who I will be captaining this round. So look, you know, 14. Um, I think the least I would go with this round is 13. Um, I've still got 17 trades left for the season. And I've got a salary of 350. So some of the players not playing this week, obviously Tohu, Crichton and Lolo is my bench back row. I've got Cleary, Schuster in my halves. And I've got Tom, Tom Travojevic in my fullback. So I've got some players to come in for round 17. And I haven't really decimated my team too hard. I've kind of been planning for this, you know, one or two trades at a time in a couple of rounds just to get it up. Because, you know, I'm currently sitting at 5,500 overall. So I know everyone above me is probably going to go really hard and try and get, you know, 16 to 17. I didn't want to break my team too hard. Look, in my head-to-head matchup this week, I have got a guy who's only looked like he's on a, at the moment. He's running about six players. So I should be able to win my head-to-head pretty comfortably and put a nice little uh, buffer in my point differential. That should bump me up really well. Um, the one thing I will say, whether you're playing overall, classic, even draft, you know, I think the point differential is huge this week. Kind of moving into that little space now for the draft. You know, if you really like your team and you don't want to break it, you know, if the other guy's got a lot of players ahead of you, that's fine. You don't have to break your team. But I think it is important to make sure you've got a very nice captain play if you're in a captain league because that point differential will come back to haunt you. You know, you can have a really, you can be sitting in a really nice, like, plus 500 point differential now. But if you lose by 400 this week, all of a sudden, um, all that good work that you've done throughout the season might be lost. You know, you might be able to pull it back in round 17 if you've got a lot of round 17 players. But I still think, you know, if you've got a couple of edge guys that, you know, may not get picked up in your draft league and, you know, you can get a couple of extra plays to play, I think it will be important. I don't, you know, you can punt on the round by all means if you don't want to tear your team apart. But I think you just got to make sure that point differential doesn't get too too blown out here because especially in the draft, you know, if you're in a, in a 12-man league like I am, those, that final positions in your finals, can come down a point differential. So if you kind of throw it away and punt this round and lose by four, 500, it could come back to haunt you. So that's just one to think of, you know, if you've got a guy who you can easily let go and, you know, not too, not going to be too concerned with, I think it's a, it's a good thing to do this round, especially going back to classic for a little bit here. 
Who are the guys to kind of target this round if you want to waste your two trades or bring them in? Obviously, Nico Hines would be the big one, but he's already up to 877,000. He's going to have a low break even again this week. So you probably missed the boat if you haven't jumped on him already. You could do, you know, a Taroyevich or Pappenhausen or Tedesco trade into Hines as a couple of week play, but Pappenhausen will be right around the corner. So look, you can do that. Probably wouldn't do it myself. The two I brought in this week, I have gone for my half. So I've traded out Sam Walker and brought in Jerome Hughes. And I've traded out Jerome Luai and Dylan Brown. Look, just I like the matchups for both of those guys. I think solid base players will get at least 60s in Jerome Hughes's case, I think can go a lot higher. Um, so I'll do them. Some of the guys to kind of trade out right after this round. For me, Jacob Little, Mitch Barnett, Jaden Braley, they're all guys I'll be really hoping to move on straight away. You know, straight in around 17 guys. Off the top of my head, I really like to look at Damian Cook. Obviously, he's got origin duties, but, you know, he's in a round in a bit of form here and he's uh, at a low, probably the lowest value you can buy him for this season. Um, you know, there's there's other guys, you know, Brian Toto is probably one I wouldn't touch trading out this week. I think a lot of guys will see he's just under 600,000 and might be able to make a bit of cash. But I think a lot of the guys, especially if you're the top 10,000, would have a Brian Toto. So I don't think it's, you know, that bad trading him out this week. And, you know, Tom Travoyage is probably another one, you know, 900,000. You know, if you want to do to a Nico Hines or even downgrade to a Gutho, a Dufty who plays this round, look, I'm not going to say that's the worst thing in the world, but I probably wouldn't do it myself. You know, Tom looks like a keeper all season. Um, There's ways to kind of do it. Like I said, I think if you can get around 13 players, I think you're in good shape to maintain maintain your ranking there. I think there is only a couple of real captain options this week. I think Nico Hines, you know, if you've got a Dufty for some reason, you know, Captain Dufty against Brisbane. Jerome Hughes would be another one. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's not that many. You can stick on a forward, you know, Ice, Papali'i for Parramatta. But, again, I think there are a couple of – there's going to be – if you're looking at the percentage of who's captaining who, there'll be a pretty big swing off who's going to do in those ones there. So, look, that's classic, guys, again. I think if you are sitting around that 15 to 20 trades, I think you're cheering. Plenty of ammo for the rest of the season. Hopefully you've got something in the bank there, uh, some good cash, and then you can kind of move some of these guys on that we've been holding all year for the round 13 players, and you can really start to work in your round 17s and your keepers for the rest of the season there. Moving back to draft, obviously for me, this is a huge week in draft. Uh, I'm bursting a guy who hasn't got that many playing this week uh i myself have six right now but with waivers i'll get to eight um not gonna break my team disguise that i've got a leota who's not playing this week and a jacob host who i don't you know was just a pickup last week anyway uh so yeah some some of the guys that are on the waivers this week that are really interesting obviously you look at the panthers guys you know you got tyron may you've got mitch kenny matt eisenhuth scott sorensen spencer Lenu. they're probably the big five you know a nice matchup against the tigers should get some decent minutes a couple of guys under the radar, you know, Jaden Campbell, bad matchup against the Melbourne Storm this week, but we've seen what he does in reserve grade. If he can replicate his tackle breaking, should get a nice solid base in. And if AJ Brimson gets rested, there's a good chance he'll be able to play some first grade. So Jaden Campbell, fullback only, which does hurt. But if you've got a guy in origin like a Tedesco who might get rested, it's a good shout there. The other guy I'm looking at is Dean Eremeyer for the Melbourne Storm. Again, a Josh Adokar might get rested. So he might get a couple of spot, uh, a couple of games on the wing there. He is center wing fullback eligible. So good shouts there. Other guys to look at, you know, a Mitch Kenny, uh, uh, sorry, a Mitch Rain. 
is interesting. Uh, you know, we'll get some minutes there. Uh, but Tyron Peachy on the bench does hurt him a little bit there. Looking further down, you know, Daniel Alvaro, even a Jack DeBell and I have I picked him up last week. A good shout. A Jamin Jolliffe will play some good minutes. You know, Nari Tawala, um, Rada Kore. So look, there's guys uh, who are going to be on the waivers this week in your leagues. And, you know, you've just got to balance, you know, I think straight away you got to look at who you're versing this week, how many guys they're running. You know, if they're running five, do you feel confident on seven? Do you like your captain option? You know, for me personally, I've got Nico Hines. So I do think that, you know, if I was to go even or even one less, I would like my chances with Nico Hines, but obviously I'll have a couple more in the bank. So look, again, nice to get a nice point differential buffer here. If I can get a win, plus, you know, get a nice 250 win, 300 win on the PD. That's all you want there. I'm kind of hurt this week. I had Clemmer playing. I had Leota playing. Both suspended. Doesn't help. You know, I've got a Fusamala Awi. I've got a Cook. I've got an Adokar who's playing Origin. So, look, you know, a lot of teams are going to be decimated this week. Looking at some of the matchups in ours, you know, there's three versus six. There's two versus four. So, it's all about who you're versing and, you know, where you're lucky to get someone who's, you know, going to punt this round. The other thing to kind of think of is, do you want to waste a waiver or do you think someone in your league will panic and drop a really good player? If that's the case, then it might be a good, you know, way to hang on to your waiver spot there, pick up a free agent in the morning if you if one uh, slips through the waivers. In one of my leagues, there is uh, a couple of guys that are prone to dropping very good players just for matchup. So I'll personally be saving my waiver in that league and hoping that a guy can really, you know, get desperate and drop a couple of players and I can just pick them up on waivers. Um, but in my main league, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to waste my my time. Look at the rosters and see who's going to be desperate in your league and if they will drop someone of value. In mine, I looked at it. I just don't think there will be. So I'll waste my waiver. You know, I like uh, an Eisenhuth or Sorensen for the matchup. I like a Jaden Campbell as a bit of a stash. Um, so that, that's how you got to kind of balance it, you know. Round 13 is always going to be the one, but I think the most important thing about round 13 is don't be so plugged in that you need to play 13 and draft 17 in the classic because you've got round 17 right around the corner that, you know, you can make up some spots there as well. If you can kind of run 14 and 13 or 13 and 13 in those two back-to-back rounds, then you're cheering. You should be able to maintain or even get some spots there. So, you know, guys will burn trades through this type of period and, you know, get through it. You know, talking a little bit about fantasy, we haven't really spoken about fantasy in this one, but, you know, I look at my bench and my reserves, I've got, uh, Tom Travoyevich, Nathan Cleary, Sam Walker, Angus Crichton, Reese Walsh, Jason Tomololo, you know, James Tedesco, Josh Huster, all not playing this week. But I'm going to save some trades. You know, I'm going to run 13. And I'm just going to see what happens. You know, a lot of guys may only be able to run 10. Um, so I might be able to get a leg up there. I'm ranked 14,000 overall. So nowhere near the top. But if I can, you know, sneak up 2,000 spots here and get up to 12,000, you know, be in good shape to kind of bounce back. I've got a lot of trades. I've still got uh, 18 trades in the bank. I can really make a run for around 17 and then maybe crack the top 10,000 there. And in draft of in super coach, obviously we're aiming for that top 10,000 finish. We're sitting at 5,000 overall right now. So we're a good chance of that if we just maintain our spots here. So look, it's, it's an interesting one. We didn't have to deal with this last year. Um, I kind of, you know, I took that for granted. It was my first season really playing uh, super coach classic um, and fantasy. So I didn't kind of burn my trades. And by the time I got to around 2021, 20, I was, you know, running on fumes and running uh, non-17. So this year, obviously planned for it a lot better. I've got players in there who are going to do the job before me. I'll run 14 in, in round 13, 
and then straight away get right into your your post 13s you know sean johnson's you know your sam walkers bringing back in um you know your damian cooks your cody walkers all the guys that will play around 17 you know who will have nice juicy runs coming up we talked about that rabbits run coming up we want to get all over the rabbits players there so that's what we'll do so you just got to keep keep an eye on it you know don't don't wreck your team if you don't need to look at your head-to-head matchups who you're versing is there anyone on the waivers or guys that you think will get dropped on your waivers that's the best way to approach round 13 that's how i'll be doing it myself so again you may think totally opposite you might but you know just wanted to put this little podcast as a little bit of a thought exercise, you know, round 13. It's one that a lot of guys have been planning for, you know, there will be some guys that have been planning for this. We'll have 17 there, you know, a lot of bench players that will get like, you know, limited minutes, my cracker 20, and that's a warm body that will get you a score. But if, you know, you might have a guy who is only going to run 12 or 13, but they're 12 or 13 quality players with a very nice captaincy option. So again, just make sure you have a captaincy option in this round, check your matchups and make sure if there's a nice waiver that you can see becoming available, don't burn your waiver if you don't need to this round. They're, they're my big ones, you know. I'm Like I said, I'm playing classic and two drafts. I'm kind of going for three different uh, philosophies and strategies in all of them, you know. So one doesn't fit all. See what you got there. You know, if you think Jack DeBellin will play first grade in a couple of weeks, you know, and you can take a 20 this week, pick him up, you know. If, if you've got that flexibility and you don't want to, you can get a win or if you don't care about a loss, but you've got enough to keep your point differential clean, why not do that? So it's all different options here, guys. So again, just wanted to get this out. We'll do another one before round 17 again. We'll kind of assess we are where we are again, give some options, kind of give through my three leagues here and what I'll be doing in all of those ones just to give a bit of idea of how, how we can handle that one, guys. But thanks for listening. Uh, the next time you'll hear from me will be the round 13 review uh, kind of coming on with some of the boys and going through the three games and then moving into an origin preview full preview where again we'll get some of the guys on talk about this you know see if New South Wales can uh, bounce back in Townsville or whether Queensland will kind of keep their their rolling form from game three last year but thanks for listening guys have a great day and hear from you soon cheers